<laughs> all right. I'll, I don't know what I don't know what in the world that means, but I'll take it. You are a pro at all of those things. He he can't even do a bad job correctly. It's a bad job done poorly, which is a doubly condemnation. And and the wide receiver threw it back to him. Only there was a linebacker bearing down on him. And he turned around, just just crapped his pants. And professor of integrity. He's literally the professor of integrity. Hey, look, I, I don't know much about is is uh, is New Orleans, Daniel. Is that uh... I, is Tom Herman gonna fi- be able to find some nonsense to get himself involved in? Is that in, is that kind of party central down there? Is, can you get yourself get yourself in some trouble? Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint and I'm Daniel, and we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Clint, uh, Merry Late Christmas to you. Happy Early New Year to you. Come on now. We're here sandwiched between uh, two fantastic days. Are we in the in-between? Is that what? We're in the, yes, in the in-between. Not to be confused with the upside down world. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're we're here. I mean, we're we're busying ourselves with the lesser bowl games, games that teams like Georgia Tech are playing in. Um, How much does which, Georgia Tech hate Paul Johnson? They just I mean, said, "Nah, your final game, coach. We good." Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, <laughs> quick um, quick thumbs down to everyone on the ESPN crew calling the Georgia Tech bowl game, who was making it making it seem like uh, Paul Johnson he's not calling this a retirement because he he said he might might be interested in coaching again. Sure. He just felt like it was the right time to walk away. Can we all just get on the table here? Paul Johnson was fired yes. from Georgia Tech. We that can be said, right? Like we're, it's okay. I, I I get Georgia Tech was trying to be courteous and respectful to him, and they you know. But listen, we've all had that breakup that was <laughs> mutual. You know what I'm saying? Quote, quote you unquote. Go on, you, you go on. You tell all your friends it was mutual. Listen, the the dude that tells you it was mutual got dumped. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Paul Johnson's walking around telling everybody this was mutual. Uh but that he might he 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 may not go be a monk. He may in fact date again. Even though this was totally mutual, guys. It was yeah. just I, uh, no, I I'm no, fairly no, certain look, you, Georgia Tech was concerned that he had hidden devices all around the campus to give yeah. himself job security. And part mm-hmm. of the agreement to let him go was, hey, we'll let we'll let everybody know it was your ch- mutual. Just can you tell us where the last three are, Paul? <laughs> where like, are the last three? It's like that episode of The Office where Dwight has to walk around the office and collect all the weapons that he has hidden. <laughs> yeah. 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 
yeah, that's a... Listen, Paul Johnson was fired, and he was fired with cause. Correct. Okay? Listen, there was no harassment scandal. He was on borrowed time. No. The cause was he coaches a laughingstock of of an offense uh, that... That is, I mean, one of the worst defenses in the Big Ten, guys. That's what we're talking about here when we talk about the University of Minnesota. This team, this team could not row the boat against the bottom feeders of a bottom feeder conference. This team has a better chance of its coach having his tie game on point. Have you seen have you seen old row the boats tie and button button up under that he, windbreaker? That thing yeah. is that thing is military clean. When he, he keeps does it that. tight. Yeah. No, he keeps it tight. Uh, that's a better game than than their whole defensive unit as a whole. It's atrocious. Uh Paul Johnson, if you were to look at the list of reasons why, uh inept recruiting, check. Uh mm-hmm. inability to progress. To, to 2000, adapt, to adapt to anything, to anything yeah. past circa 1970. Check. Mm-hmm. Check. Uh, not winning games. Ah, Double check. There it is. Now, hold on now. Now, there's an interesting tidbit. Uh, so, what you're saying is that the goal of this whole thing uh-huh. is to actually win the games. Correct. You play, right. Daniel. Some may say you play. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Arizona State. Arizona State commit over here. Uh, boy, just spent the first four minutes of this podcast talking about Georgia Tech. That was unexpected, but that was sometimes needs to be said. Let's never speak of it again. Okay. Uh, we, we were talking we about have, lesser bowls, Daniel. That's what we were talking. We about. have we have things to cover on this podcast because the lesser bowls are slowly but surely coming to an end. Yes, and they the are. greater bowls are uh, are fast upon us, and there is no greater bowl uh, as we all know. Then the sugar bowl. Sugar, an item which can and can it, does can easily in fit into a bowl. Uh, sugar is, in fact, most usually stored in the home, in one's home in a bowl. And mm. so mm. Uh, the greatest of all of the bowls. Daniel, if I could for a moment, I think the things to which you are best at life in, if I just may, uh, can- candle storage, you are... <laughs> I, I got that down to a science. Um, the use of nachos and cheese and how dipping sauce is to be associated in one's life. All right. You have that down. I don't know what I don't know what in the world that means, but I'll take it. Uh, well, it sounds- but just it just feels like you have a, a plethora of examples of where cheese dip can be found and used oh, yeah. in any part of life. Just, That's right. All right. And then lastly, uh, the technical definition of uh, uh, bowls holding capacity and storage uses. You are you are pros. You are a pro at all of those things. Well, so I'm not great at a lot, but mm-hmm. I like to. It's a, I have a very specific set of skills. There we go. Okay. And and the sugar bowl those, is one of them. Not to be confused them. with a good sugar bowl in the home, but rather the football game in which Georgia is playing. Speaking of. Uh, Bowl games that um, that are appropriately named. The Cheese It Bowl happened, uh, and my word, what a what a sporting event! What a contest it was between the Texas Christian Horn Frogs and the Cal Bears. 
The, have there ever been two less fearsome football teams than Cal and TCU, Clint? Uh, Gosh, that was the worst game I've ever watched look, with my eyes. Did you the... did you know that Gary Patterson just keeps hangarounds on the sideline? Did you know this? Just and he, I didn't realize that he was going to need him. He keeps hangarounds guys that may get into a jersey because he needed it at two different positions, Daniel. And some may say yeah. the first position he needed it at was of crucial importance, the quarterback. Hmm. How, how many guys threw a pass attempt for TCU this season? How bad was that quarterback? I mean, golly. That's when he went out of the game. Yeah. I told my wife, he better not be hurt because if he's playing in this game, imagine how bad the next guy is. Ooh. Just imagine. The quarterback for TCU, Clint, how many, threw, how many threw yards, Daniel? two. No, he oh. threw two interceptions. Not in the game. He threw many more than that. He threw two interceptions on illegal forward passes. Clint, have you ever seen in your life two no. interceptions on illegal forward passes? But no. this man threw two in one game. So not and only they were is on. He- Two different types of illegal forward passes. He threw an interception on a ball where he was seven and a half yards across the line of scrimmage. Did you see? So not only, so really quick, not only is he inept at throwing the football, his job, but he's also can't even do a bad job well. He he can't even do a bad job correctly. It's a bad job done poorly, which is a double in the worst possible condemnation. Way. And then he threw an interception. Yeah, on a second forward pass on a possession where they ran a trick play, a quarterback throwback, and and the wide receiver threw it back to him. Only there was a linebacker bearing down on him. He turned around, just just crapped his pants, and hucked the yeah. ball down the field. Yeah, Daniel, they played hot potato with a football. They said, "You want it? Nah, I don't want it. You want it? Nah." Gosh, this is why you watch these these bowl games. Yeah, folks, is the uh, the number of times. It, it's not to be outdone. The uh, the commentators of that game, their their level of excellency matched the on field production. Because do you know how many times they forced an Arizona Diamondbacks baseball statistic oh into that goodness. game? Yeah, and the setup so was so just, bad. Do you know oh, the uh, Diamondbacks were thirty thirtieth in the league in batting average, <laughs> and this team's playing on their field, so no wonder we don't have offense. <laughs> Like, Maybe they're storing these footballs in the humidor. The secret, <laughs> the secret door that nobody knows about. It Stop. was, it God, was so gracious. bad. Jesus bowl, guys. Um, uh, I bring that up to say, yeah, don't. Uh, why, Clint why issues you? a formal apology to all of us for I'll, leading us astray. I led you guys. I had no clue that game. I, I thought I was on the right side of that Cal TCU game. I gave out Cal as a lock. Uh, turns out when they said. Uh, a pick 'em game. They were talking about you should pick a different game. No, uh, pick it, pick it, pick a different one. Pick a different don't, one. Don't pick this one. Stay away. Uh, so I, I formal away. apology. I led you astray uh, in so many ways. Um, uh, I well, we've got more bowl locks for you today. We do. Uh, we're gonna go bowl locks through the end of the bowl season. So we're going to give you all the rest of our locks. We will uh, give you our thoughts on the college football playoff semifinal games. 
Uh, but before we get into any of that, let's talk about the Sugar Bowl, Clint. Yep. It is, um, it's the most important of all the games. Everyone knows that it is the eleven and two fifth ranked Georgia Bulldogs versus the nine and four Texas Longhorns. How's Texas in a BCS game? Uh, BCS game in a New Year's Six game, Clint? How's a uh, how's how is that? How? I tried to explain. I was visiting family uh, for the holiday season for Christmas, and uh, I was trying to explain to my family how Alabama. They asked questions of how Alabama got in last year and Georgia not this year, and how are they playing Texas? Texas doesn't look like a good team, and look at their record. How is this possible? Uh, hey, how is Ohio State hiring a disgraced head coach as their assistant AD and professor of integrity? Uh, <laughs> How? He's literally the professor of integrity. This this is not a joke. Not a drill. There's not been a man with less integrity in the history of college football. I mean, we all know that this was the handshaker. The reason why he was so mad at the presser to begin the season is because they just made an agreement. We'll let you coach out this year. Uh, and he said... He said, "Fine, I'll I'll step down after this year, but you're gonna make me. You're gonna give me some some titles after this to clean up my reputation." Uh, this was the handshake agreement before the season even began, of what Urban was gonna require to step down, quote unquote, uh, for this coaching. Goodness gracious! But there's there's no one who has less integrity. Oh, Ohio State's made this bed. Now they get to sleep in it. It's Have fantastic fun. with me. Have fun. Fantastic with me. Uh, yeah, this is the team that lost to Maryland at the beginning of the year. This is the team that lost to Oklahoma State oh. this year. Uh-huh. Uh, throw in a loss to West Virginia, lost to Oklahoma in there. That's uh, that's the 9-4 and four Longhorns of Texas. Uh, so, Clint, where should we start in talking about this game? A little bit of late-breaking news. Yeah, that's where we need to start. Recording this. Um, uh, what what is this? What is this piece of information? I'm sure all the Georgia fans know by the time they're listening to this, but we are just learning now as we're recording. Right, just before I hopped on and got the breaking news, Kirby Smart has updated a particular player of interest. One that many articles had said is the key to the game uh, is locking down big wide receiver from Texas, DeAndre Baker, not playing in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, and we don't have the exact reason yet. We haven't been told, but we can all speculate as to why, Daniel. Uh, yes, that is, we know why. We know because why. Because some agent is paying him to stay home. Correct. Uh, which, which is, which is fine. That's what, that's what happens in college football these days. Um, it's a bummer because mm-hmm. I thought he was going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bummer because I would love to see him play one more game. Um, but it's fine, you know. That's fine. It's I fine. Don't care. Here's here's what is sad. I mean, uh, I liked his heart in it, and he went he went home for the holidays. He had a, a Christmas present, and his family, you know, sat down and all looked at each other and was like, "Is now the time? Should we should we say yeah? Okay, now good. Uh, hey, son." You you can't play this game. You know, they talked him off the ledge, but he wanted to, and I commend him for that. Yeah. Good on him. Uh, but he's making yeah. a decision for his livelihood, so I, I ain't going to fault him. No. No. And and listen, we, little Jordan Humphrey, okay? The man's name is Little 
I'm sorry, no. Lil. Lil. Jordan. Lil. I don't. Uh, he's okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna lose a ton of sleep over. Tyson Campbell, strap him up. Next year's right around the corner. Let's do this thing. Come on, you bro. Know what I'm saying. Let's do this thing. Go get work. We dude. got. Yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna hop out there. We're gonna. We're gonna throw some Mark Webb out there. We'll throw some Tyson Campbell out there. Yeah, we are. We'll throw some Tyreek McGee out there. Yeah, we are. We'll be all, we're gonna be. We're gonna be all right. Okay, we're gonna be all right. Sam Ellinger is going to try to run for three yards in a cloud of dust to win the game on us, and that's gonna be okay with me. It's gonna be fine, people. Um, let me ask you this, Clint. If you had to take, when you think about bowl games, sometimes you think about. A senior in their last game. Sometimes you think about uh, some young guys getting some key, you know, emerging. A lot of times yeah. you'll see a young guy emerge in a bowl game. Maybe we'll see some guys who are playing in their fourth game this year because of the redshirt rule who are going to get to play. Yeah. Uh, that haven't, you know, that uh, and not not affect their uh, eligibility status. Right. Moving forward, uh, if you had to choose one guy, maybe two guys. Guys that you really want to see do well in this game, just personally, that make you happy if they did really well, uh, who would you say stands out to you? Uh, yeah. Who are you watching for? The the first one, you've already listed him, and I he has a great opportunity now with DeAndre being out, because at the beginning of the year, I was excited for this cat, and then young up-and-comers ran him out, and injury wasn't there, but Tyreek McGee. Uh, I want you to reestablish yourself somewhere in the secondary. I, I want you to have a pecking order. And I like him. He's a good kid. Played well last oh, yeah. year. Uh, played well this year. But I want him to get some more snaps. And I want him to show that he could be a good part of this team going forward. Uh, because I haven't heard nothing about him having to sit behind two freshman uh, cornerbacks. I haven't heard him barking or yelling or yipping. Oh, no. Um, None. And I really like that. So I, I want to see him come out here uh, and and go to town on a woeful quarterback uh, from mm-hmm. a joke conference. That would make me feel good, Daniel, if I saw him out there playing well. What about you? You got, you got somebody? Uh, well, I mean, personally, I'd love to see Jake Fromm just go out there and and destroy the Texas defense. But I have every confidence in the world that that's going to happen. So I don't even really need to. That's going to happen. But it would be nice, poetically, for Jake Fromm to go out and just remind everyone that we're all right at quarterback. You know, that we're we're doing fine when it comes to the quarterback position. Um, uh, and uh, And then, you know, beyond that... Gosh, there's so many. I love. I just love to see a young guy uh, get some significant snaps and make a play or two. Give me Otis Reese or Channing Tindall or Quay Walker. Give me one of those. Guys. Give me Adam Anderson on a sack with a sack. Give me. Give me one of those guys on defense. One of those young defensive guys. Uh, just give us something all off season to think about mm-hmm. as we move into next year. Mm-hmm. That'd be fantastic for me. That's what uh, bowl games are all about. That's what, they, that's what they're all about. I want to see uh, the second guy that I had. Uh, I want to see, I want to see Cook get out there 
and just mm. burn up uh, a one That's play. A good one. Just give me That's one, one play for next year. I know we got we don't have word yet on Elijah. Uh, all indications are he's coming back. Uh, but we don't have a final word because they haven't had to make a final determination quite yet. But if uh, if I see Cook back there just blazing past effortlessly, ooh, that's going to go a long way to us being okay missing out on a couple of prospects this this uh, cycle of recruiting uh, that we didn't get. Uh, I wouldn't say a couple. I would. I, I mean, we yeah, missed, you're right. we missed one. You're right. Well, we we got we the de- we got the decommit. Uh, oh yeah, Emory, know. yeah. Emory, we wouldn't have been lost. in the running for Sanders if we yeah. hadn't lost him. That's true. That's true. We got McIntosh. Uh, He's going to be great. He's going to be good. We did We did lose out on. But yeah, we got a freshman running back next year by the name of Zamir White. Maybe you've heard of him. Have you heard of him? He's a freshman. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, I don't know who this person was, I, and, and I, I should have. But I just I, – I think out of self-preservation for me not tweeting back at you, I just instantly closed my phone. Uh, so I don't uh-huh. remember the name uh, because I have restraint when it comes to that, uh, or very uh-huh. little. Yeah. Um, but if you were to tell me, yeah, he's had two injuries. Yeah, you're right. He has had two injuries uh, to his knees. Daniel, can you think of other UGA running backs who have had multiple injuries to their knees or ankles? Well, see, it's hard because. The only one I can think of is the first one that comes to mind, I should say, is Nick Chubb, who's going to go. be the rookie of the year in the NFL. Oh, do you mean do you mean he has going, he has rushed going, for over hundreds of yards in multiple games this year? Going to rush for a thousand yards there this year in the NFL. Um but that's not a really fair comparison because no. you know, Clint, Nick Chubb Injured the same knee twice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's not fair. Whereas Zamir White injured two different knees mm-hmm. once. Mm. Much less severe than what Nick Chubb went through. Sure. And so it's not really a fair comparison. Zamir White is in a much better place than the soon-to-be NFL Rookie of the Year second greatest running back in the history of the SEC, mm-hmm. Nick Chubb. That's that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to be fine at running back. Uh, I think we'll be fine at running back. We're good, uh, guys. And that's in perpetuity. That's not next year. That's like, we'll be fine at running back. Just period. Just hit hit the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. End of, end of thought. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be fine. Um... Clint, what's the key? What's the key then to this game? I mean, what are we looking for? Here's this game. What What are we doing? There's one key. There is one key. Okay, get Tom Herman. Uh, get somehow get him like an advertisement for a strip club. (laughs) Like sent to his hotel room. Hey, look, I I don't know much about is is uh, is New Orleans, Daniel. Is that uh I don't, is Tom Herman going to fi- be able to find some nonsense to get himself involved in? Is that, in is that kind of party New central Orleans? down there? Is can you get yourself uh, get yourself in some trouble? Okay, cool. Hook him. I don't know. <laughs> hook him. Hook him horns. Get it down there. Um no, Daniel, the, the key to the game is this. Keep the same intensity, expect the same thing. Yes, we are playing a four-loss Texas team who has everything to play for. 
and we have everything to lose if we don't show out in this game. We got some key guys going down. We are distracted by the stupidity of a a couple guys transferring and all of that that entails. There's a lot of excuses that could be made. Uh, the key to this game is just to treat it like every other dang bit of business we've done all year. Because you can't tell me. You can't go any position group by position group, coach by coach, player by player, and tell me that we are lacking uh, against Texas. You can't do it. So just for the love of all that is good and holy, don't get distracted and just go out there and ball and we'll be fine. Yeah. And that's why I, I, t- I completely agree with you. Focus, intensity, commitment to the game. That's it. Is, is what's most important in this game. Uh, who's that? Who does that? responsibility fall to clint if you were to just pinpoint it to one person one uh, one that? person who steers the directional uh intensity the uh, the organizational chart peaks at him i believe his name is kirby smart daniel mm-hmm. so level of confidence in ter- in our ability to get that done then is pretty high pretty damn high pretty high yeah i think i think we're gonna be just fine in this, this game which which brings me to uh, a little segment I like to call locks. Hey, oh, uh, Clint. Hey, oh, it uh, Georgia is favored by 13 points uh-huh. over the University of Texas. Do you have a lock in this particular matchup? Oh, you better believe it. That's what I like to hear, guys. We we covering it's not. Look, it's the Sugar Bowl. It's New Year's Day. We covering. Ain't no thing. Ain't no problem. Uh, this is going to be... This is going to be... Get your money in. You're going to be having a return on it. Okay? 13 points is a great is a great number for me. It's a beautiful number. I don't... That's what... There's a lot of ways to cover 13. At least to get a push on 13. Um, yeah, I, I got I to take... I got to take a take it as a lock as well uh i i really do think i i, I think texas might score a few points yeah in this game yeah i really do i i think i think they may hit a couple of big plays and i think we're looking at maybe 17 to 20 points we're giving up in this game that's fair but but we're gonna score 40 there's not we're gonna score 40 in this game at least we're going to score 38 in this game, but that's not. Yeah, we're. I I I'd, I'd like this up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, 13 is a great number. It's not going to. I don't think it's going to get much lower than that. No. I don't think you're going to see much action come in on Texas unless. I don't know unless Day Justin before. Fields decides to transfer again, <laughs> and then I don't, I, maybe then at that point, uh, sp- people start betting Texas. Speaking of which. Daniel, how many snaps for Justin Fields is an acceptable snap count for you in this game? I think it depends. I think if Kirby legitimately doesn't if doesn't know. Yeah. If he if he legitimately doesn't know if Fields is going to transfer or not, then I think you play him just like normal. Yep. Uh 
Because, listen, you can speculate and whatever, but if it's... If you're Kirby, you can only go off of what the young man has told you. Right. And, you know, he's obviously went out and signed a quarterback, a dual-threat quarterback, so he, he obviously is trying to make prepare for contingencies. A dual-threat quarterback who, by the way, is going to enroll early in Hell. January, Hell. participate in spring ball, oh. and uh, just be ready to be QB2 come week one. I love this kid already, uh, by the way, Daniel. Ah, don't you? Don't I, you love I him? love this kid. There's nothing Kirby likes more than an early enrollee, too. Every signing day, he talks about it. That's all he wants to talk about is just the you know, early enrollees. So if Kirby doesn't know, then you play him like normal. If Kirby knows behind the scenes, I wouldn't play him if my life depended on it. Nope. If my life depended on it, I wouldn't play him. I would just – I would run the third-string quarterback out there, and I would apparently be murdered in some weird scenario where my yeah. life depends on <laughs> – yeah, that that is really really bizarre. Actually, it's a very specific scenario where my life depends on the who's playing quarterback at the University of Georgia, but I still wouldn't play him. You know, it'd be awesome. This would just be. I, I mean, Kirby's not going to do this, uh, but how great would it be come fourth quarter if Kirby just pulled pulled the first and second string O line? Because for my scenario, this has to work this way. We we have to get down to four stars and three stars. You know, Notori Johnson goes back from the D, from the D line and he plays on offensive line for a series. Uh, but Kirby just puts out kind of our our whatever bottom quote unquote is of the barrel on the O line, and then just calls three straight QB draws. You know, Justin mm-hmm. Field just like fine, go get it, son. Like uh, I'm gonna pull every block you got. I'm gonna have you run up the middle three straight plays. And uh, have you lower your your helmet down and just get bashed in uh, by some angry Texas guys who were up by twenty five on, and they're looking for mm-hmm. a lick. Uh, he's not going to do that, but that'd be a, that wouldn't that be a great narrative for ESPN to talk about? Oh Lord, Gosh. have mercy! ESPN would love that. They would love it. Uh, you're right. If he doesn't know, play him as normal. He knows you can't play the kid at all. He's got to sit right. there and and just wave to the camera. Hundred percent. Hundred uh, percent. All right, Clint. Well, that's all. That's all the Sugar Bowl talk I've got in me. Uh, what What have you got in terms of other bowl locks, though? I got a couple more bowl locks, people. Uh, one, I'm riding a team that is hot, and I'm fading on a team that lost its quarterback. Uh, Syracuse being favored by only two points against West Virginia. Am I, am I, Daniel, am I missing something here? Am I off? Uh, you're not. Okay, good. You're Be- not. Because Syracuse. Proceed as normal. Syracuse has all of its players. They are a program that is trying to build. They don't have any problem getting hyped for a game because go watch, go watch their old head ball coach and uh, you'll run through a wall for him. West Virginia has nothing to play for. Old Old Horgerson down there is just trying to find the best hair club for men he can get in whatever city they're staying at. Uh, two points is nothing. Syracuse is going to cover easily in this game. Lock it up. Wow. I do not have this one in my locks, but I could not. I just, just you couldn't do I it. I think huh? Will Greer's Aunt Peggy could quarterback <laughs> West Virginia 
and I'd still I'd still think about picking them if they were an underdog no. to Syracuse. No. So. No. All right. No, we'll man. see. They're playing with wind to their back. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Go get them, Qs. We'll wind at their back. Um, just half the game, though. I believe, technically speaking, this they they flip yeah, around. They do have to. Yeah, okay, that's a good they point. They do flip that's around. Good. So, um, uh, I'm gonna go. Ooh, this is just a gross pick in every way. Oh my! This is a gross pick in every way. But let me let me tell you something right now. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go to the Music City Bowl, my hometown, Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Okay, and I'm gonna and I'm just gonna make a statement right now, dog fans. <clears throat> we're all pulling for Tyler Trent. We all love the story. This feels dirty, Daniel. Tyler Trent is an inspirational force for good in the world. He does not currently play football. He doesn't. However, this is correct. He is not on the roster. He's flying in... Thank you. The Indianapolis Colts private plane. By the way, really quick, thank you for pointing out that this kid can't play sports, Daniel. That was very kind of you. I appreciate you. That's not what I said. I appreciate you pointing out his inability to play sports. That he's not currently playing football on the Purdue team. Sure. Okay. Honorary captain is not a position on on the on the twenty two man. I mean. I mean, Dan, I got three-legged dog over here. You want to come kick it? You want to? Listen, Auburn's only catching three points against Purdue. I've watched Purdue. It's it's not the Ohio State team. Okay, it's not the Purdue Ohio State team. No, Purdue's bad. Yeah, guys, they yeah they're bad. Auburn's only catching three. Auburn's not going to be motivated. Auburn historically lost to UCF last year in the bowl game. I think anybody's going to be talking to them about that this oh. week? Like, mm. hey, let's don't go embarrass ourselves. In front of God and everybody, uh, this year in the bowl game, Auburn's going to come out. They're going to beat Purdue. They're, they're going to beat them bad. It's good Auburn luck, minus three is a lock. That is a fantastic lock. Uh, I, for some reason, I st- I stuck away. Maybe it's because I have a soul, and I yeah, it could be that could be that's it. that's I why I think I st- stay away from this I don't game. Know. <laughs> uh, hard to know. Hey, I have a number that looks crooked, Daniel. And, mm. uh, and gosh, uh, I, I don't know why. Well, I do know why, because I trust the head coach. They got some defensive guys. They got a lot to prove. Give me Ohio State, or I'm sorry, Iowa, Iowa State against Washington State. Uh, getting two and a half, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Iowa State's getting two and a half against mm-hmm. the, the good old fighting pirates, the Cougs from, from Washington. Uh, the two and a half looks weird. I don't like it, but I like Ohio State and they, Iowa, Iowa State. State. Sorry, uh, still they, Iowa State. Still Iowa. Still They're still Iowa. there. Still haven't moved. Uh, Campbell still nope. is not not relocation process hasn't gone. Uh, integrity is still in the great mm-hmm. great state of Iowa. Uh, but they they may just win this on the field. Uh, oh yeah, I, I like it big time. Lock it up. You can't trust the you can't trust the Cougs. No. Let's be no. Let's be totally clear. You can't trust the Cougs. Um I like that pick. I'm gonna make a, a a very similar pick. It could have been I could have just been subliminally influenced by you. But I am going to pick actual Ohio State. 
minus seven versus Washington in the Rose Bowl. Uh, you don't, you can't trust Washington State. I can't trust Washington. We can all agree, no one can trust the Pacific Northwest. No, no. As far as you can throw them, it's not. It's really not a thing that you can just toy with. Uh, Ohio State's going to try to win one for the. Um, mm-hmm. For the, I don't know what you call him. I don't know what he is anymore. But uh, Ohio State's gonna gonna try to win this game. But they're not gonna have to try that hard to win this game because Washington's just not good. Washington's <laughs> not good, people. They're not good, and so that's a thing that hurts them in this game. That's a thing that's gonna, it's gonna work against them. level of skill you need. Football abilities, mm-hmm. uh, they, they're they're at a deficit. So I'm yeah. going to go Ohio State minus seven against Washington. Uh, you know what, Daniel? Right below my list was Ohio State, which is why I kept on slipping up because I am also locking up Ohio State mm-hmm. against Washington. Get your money on that now. Those guys are going to be hyped. Haskins is going pro. They're going to want to play big old ball to show everybody they're not going down. Day is going to want to put his stamp on his – coaching ability uh it's gonna be a raucous environment for those awful awful players and coaches over there but they're gonna win and uh, take them take them now Mm -hmm. lock it up uh daniel got any more locks i do i've got i've got two more okay what's your next one where are we going i'm going to go to the fiesta bowl Uh uh-huh and i'm going to take lsu minus seven and a half against ucf there you go because why? Because why? Why? <laughs> why wouldn't I? Let me ask you that. Why wouldn't I? UCF, do they have their all-world quarterback, Daniel? No, they don't. They don't. No, okay. they don't. Uh, do they Have they recruited top 10 in the nation for the past five years? Of course they haven't. No. Of course they haven't. LSU, they got, they are, got, they got something are they than Are they better than Memphis? Sure. Ah. Sure they are. They're better than Memphis. Great. Congratulations. You, hey, want, you want a round of applause? This isn't Georgia Tech UCF. Come on now. This isn't Syracuse UCF. Nope. This is, we're talking about LSU UCF. That's, I, I, I don't, I don't care if LSU doesn't have a single starter play in this game. I just, give me, I'll just, I'll take, I'll take it. Yep. And, and maybe UCF will come out, they'll play real inspired football, and they'll, they'll pull the upset. No. Okay, maybe they will. Mm-hmm. But they won't. No. Come on. But Come won't. on, guys. Stop. No. LSU. LSU minus seven and a half. I like Easy. it. Easy luck. Easy luck. Uh, I am gonna go. We just got done talking about the whole great state of Washington having no trust, no credibility. But but Daniel, the the state of Oregon is in the Pacific Northwest, but it might have some credibility. And uh, is that is that a fact? That's a fact. Uh, Herbert's coming back for another year. Crystal Balls I saw that. got this team recruiting well, got one of the top recruits in the entire nation coming to play ball. Uh, Eugene, next year, uh, you got to take a plane and a bus and a taxi cab and a ferry to get to uh, University of Oregon from anywhere remotely populated. Anywhere. Um, but once they get there, he's going to play football. Uh, mm-hmm. They got Michigan State. Daniel. That's a team we love to fade. That's a team we love to fade from a conference we think is a joke, a team that is little 
little brother to the little step cousin of an actual program uh-huh. somewhere. Uh, give me Oregon, uh, giving the points two and a half to Michigan State. I like that bet. I like it so much I'm making it right now. There we go. As we speak. Come That's on. what I'm doing. I'm, I'm making that bet. Um, uh, Clint, let me end with this. I was trying to wait for you. I was waiting for you to jump in the pool uh-huh. so I could join you. Uh-huh. But you never did, so I'm just going to have to. Uh, I'm going to take the fight in Fickles. There you go. Clint, Cincinnati's given five to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, bad team. Bad team. Bad. Just a bad team. Nothing Cincinnati, about them good. Did they? Cincinnati, did, pretty good team. Daniel, they, they lost to a kid who just said uh, he was a he was a walk-on. Uh, he said, ah, this football thing's fun. I'd rather go read books in a library all day long in seminary than continue my education. That was the kid that just walked up, slapped Virginia Tech across the face, and then dropped his mic and walked off the field. That's who Virginia Tech is. Fuente's got a hot mess on his hands down there at uh, Virginia Tech. And listen, Luke Fickle's coming to town. Is he's he's still a little salty? He didn't get offered the Ohio State job. Oh, you he, know that's right. Oh, he's salty, Daniel. You know that's right. He's salty. And so now Luke Fickle's saying to himself, "All right, well, I'm going to stay at Cincinnati a couple more years, and then Luke Fickle's going to take him. The, he's going to take the Michigan State job. I'm just going to tell you right now." D'Antoni's going to get old. He's going to retire. D'Antoni doesn't he, like coaching football anyway. He's, he's going to get him. old? Yeah. You know, he's, he's already there, well, Daniel. He's Just look at him on the sideline. He well, hates everything about coaching football. Every time he puts on those mittens and that damn beanie out there in the yeah. in East Lansing, he's just, himself, oh. why, why? Why am I not a basketball coach? Why? What's happening in my life? <laughs> uh, and Luke Fickle's taking the, the Michigan State job, and then Ooh. that's going to be a fun game, Michigan State, Ohio State. Ooh. Anyway. Cincinnati minus five in the military bowl versus Virginia Tech. Uh, well, Daniel, I buried the lead because I told you earlier I had five game picks. I wasn't including the UGA game in our mm. picks. So that was I buried the lead because you're damn right. I get one more crack at the fight in Fickles. They're my te- they have won me so much money this year. They're, abs- they're your army. They are, they're yes. your they're your army, Black Knights. Those those Bearcats have made me some coin this year, and I am back at it. Give me Cincinnati and lock that up. All right, fantastic. Uh, those are our bowl locks uh, for the season. We will be back next week on the podcast. We will recap the Sugar Bowl. I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about mm-hmm. in our last Georgia football game uh, of the season. And uh, and also, when we're back next week, we will be uh-huh. previewing the first SEC Hoops game. Oh, my goodness. Coming up on Saturday, January the 5th. Uh, Georgia's got a game on uh, Monday, I believe. Is it Monday or is it Sunday? I think it's Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. Uh, Georgia's got their last non-conference game against UMass uh, before that. But Saturday, January the 5th, first SEC game against Tennessee will be previewing um uh, and maybe we'll have a guest on we'll have a guest on the show hello talk about get us get us ready for basketball season for sec basketball season i should say yeah uh yeah. and shifting our focus 100 percent there uh, and by the way uh you know it's been really easy as a new fan to uga hoops daniel this this guy has made the transition real easy and nick claxon 
What's up, bro? That guy. Can I, can I, can I just tell you, hey, what's up, man? I, I like the cut of your jib. I like what you got going on, man. That's. It's been it's been a real <laughs> easy transition with him on our team, Daniel. He is a, he's a force. I love it. He is. He's a breath of fresh air. Uh, all that and more next week on the show. Until then, we will talk to you guys later. See ya.